This week's podcast was recorded a few weeks before the COVID-19 outbreak in Europe and in the USA. It was a few weeks before Italy went on lockdown. I now feel extremely silly for trivializing the subject. This has hit so many of us around the world terribly. People losing loved ones and not even being able to attend their funerals. And with the economy shattered, so many people are now without a job. I apologize in advance for this podcast being so lighthearted in a time when our hearts are anything but light. We felt it was important not to edit the podcast as I want to keep it as authentic as possible. We were hesitant as to whether to go ahead with the launch of our podcast and after much debate we decided we would. I think the best thing we can do to contain the spread of this virus is to stay at home. So with that being said, we wanted to provide our community with some entertaining content in the meantime. A lot of guest speakers had to be postponed, so we decided to do a Pidusa Business Chronicle. I want to share with all of you all that I have learned so that you may apply this to your dream business. Our business is rapidly changing in this turbulent time. Currently, I am fighting to save it. Whether we go under or not, I will share it all here on this podcast. We are all in this together. And although we may be socially distancing, we can be socially close online. Feel free to reach out to us and share how the virus has affected you. Email me at pitusamama at pitusa.co. So without further ado, here you have mine and Vanessa's silly podcast on the early Pitusa days. Keep safe, everyone, and stay home. Pitusa was honestly a dream I had. I'll tell you how it began. I was one day in my friend Chino's car smoking a joint and thinking, wow, my shorts are really comfy. I had just eaten a massive burger and I began to think about the design. It had no zip, no buttons. It was a double folded band of elasticated fabric that was keeping the shorts up. I know it sounds kind of like what toddlers wear, but at that time, not thinking of toddlers, I thought to myself, wow, this is a really, really comfy pair of shorts. Why aren't there more items of clothing like this? I then turned to my friend Chino, stoned and excited, and said, I'm going to start a clothing line. The next few days, it was all I could think about. The more I thought about it, the more obsessed I became with it. I decided I would make shorts and leggings like the ones I was wearing that day. However, they would be in bold prints and super colorful fabrics. I love colorful clothing and never felt there was enough of it out there. When I thought about where I could produce, I thought Peru because my dad had some connections there, even though in the end those connections didn't get me to the producers we now work with. All the same, I thought I had to start from somewhere and thought Peru, alpaca, makes sense. I would stay up super late at night listening to Nina Simone and sketching these alpaca shorts and leggings. The irony is now we are a predominantly beachwear line. With each sketch, I became more and more confident and excited about what was about to happen. I would tell anyone and everyone I met that I was starting a clothing line. One of those people that I 
shared my dream with was Vanessa Bryan, who's here with me today. Hi, Clay. Our first guest on the show. So why we wanted Vanessa to come on the show was because we wanted to get a little bit of history um, on Bidusa. We met at a bridal shower, was it? Or a baby shower? Bridal. Bridal shower. Bridal shower. And we instantly hit it off and we were chatting and I, of course, told her about Pitusa. And actually, funnily enough, she had an abaya. She was one of probably one of like 10 people who'd <laughs> bought one of um, Pitusa's, you know, initial items. And we began working together. How do, I can't remember how that even came about. I think that you had an assistant that yeah. some, for some reason you were firing her. Yeah. And then I came to visit you at the office and we just sort of figured that it would be nice to work together. And wasn't I in like crisis mode? I remember yeah. that time, didn't we smoke a joint? You were like, Let's. probably. <laughs> I feel like there's like an ongoing theme of joints. <laughs> and then we had an epiphany, epiphany, epiphany that, um, oh my God, we should work together, right? Yeah. And then... Yeah, seven years later, here we are. Still together. Still together, together forever. So Vanessa is what I would call a wolfie. So I was was trying to figure out a term with actually one of the other girls in the office. We were at an event together and she kept introducing me to people as her boss. And I mean, this sounds awful. Like we work together. And we're friends. So we're like, there needs to be a term for like working with someone, but them also being a friend. So she came up with Bofi, and I changed it to Wofi. Wofi. Work friend, Wofi. 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 So, and then I realized the other day that we are in this current space where we are, you know, currently doing our podcast. We have been in this space for five years, which is also kind of crazy. Because I remember so well, Vanessa and I came to look at the space together. Yeah. And it was just like one big, massive warehouse, half of which didn't have AC. Trucks would like, it was used for like some sort of trucking window company. Um, And we just had this vision that we could just create it into the next. Into what it is now. Yes. Far from what it was then. But yeah, but what we remember we used to call it like the Pizza House. Yeah, <laughs> and we had so we used to have this office in Coral Way, um, which is you know if you're not familiar with Miami, it's like a really Cuban part of Miami. Um, it's further down south, and so we had this little office in this multi-office building. Tiny office. Tiny office. We were just we had like inventory everywhere in the hallways just everywhere and it was the office was bizarre i'll have to um find a picture and and put it on our insta story so you guys can kind of see what we're talking about but it was it was very compartmentalized like there were lots of different rooms small very small rooms. small rooms like one room would connect into another little room and then another little room um but we had some really good times then we had great yeah it was just it was the perfect space for us um at least at that stage at that stage yeah it's incredible because Vanessa really knows Pitusa from from that initial 
concept. Um, and actually, ironically, my friend Chino, who I mentioned, um, you know, in the intro, is a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Um, so that was funny. And we just had a blast working with each other. I just... Those days, honestly, obviously now, you know, we're so proud and like happy of what we just has become and, you know, obviously the additional team members that we now have, but there was something so special about that time, I guess, because it was like still very much like a startup. Yeah. Um, it was just you, me, and then we hired um, some, we had like a, a massive amount of interns one summer. Yeah. Um, which I was all about the interns, which I think is a great um, tip for anyone starting a business. You know, if you can't um, afford to hire anyone, do your best at trying to get interns. There's always, you know, young, talented people out there who are willing to learn and willing to be part of a startup. And I remember this one summer we had like 10 interns, one of which was like a 40-year-old woman. Yes. Like 45. <laughs> One was a German girl from Germany who spoke no English. Barely, I mean, just a little bit. Limited English. And the rest, I, I don't remember. Really and know. we had Shanti Poo. And then we had Shanti, who was the golden intern, who we were our like, unicorn. oh my God, <laughs> our little baby unicorn, who we were like, you have to come and join us. And then we were like a little trio for ages. Yeah. We actually, in this our warehouse, which is now 9,000 square feet, but at the time it was 6,000, then we expanded a bit. But there was a, a period where it was just the three of us in like 6,000 square feet of space. <laughs> just like, okay, and now what do we do? <laughs> Remember we had um, a taser gun. Yeah, I think it's still in one of the drawers. Yeah, Christina found it. <laughs> the pink taser. That the I pink taser, us. yeah, like pepper spray in case we were a little bit scared. You know, these three girls in this area which is you know slightly shady slightly shady yeah i was trying to think how, what's the nice way of putting it yeah slightly shady so it was a little bit scary um but what but what else do you remember of those coral way days definitely our fedex guy jose oh he God. was the greatest with his dolly i need to get the dolly i gotta get the dolly <laughs> And then he would tell us about all his love life and how he had like an abusive boyfriend. But he was a bear. <laughs> but he was a bear. He taught us about the bear terminology. Yeah. Oh, he was. He and was then great. we tried to meet up with him several times for drinks and he'd always cancel. He always sold us out. He never wanted to come and drink with us. Jose, if you're listening, we still really want to have drinks with you. We'd love that. And then I remember there was one time that um, then Vanessa actually went and did an MBA um, while she was working at Pidusa. And ironically, her professor was our neighbor yeah. in the little office <laughs> in Crawlway. So, you know, she'd awkwardly bump into her economics professor. And one day there was lots of cockroaches in this building. It was an old building. Old building, um, very old. There were these little cockroaches about and <laughs> Vanessa wanted to save the cockroach. So she put like a plastic box a over- bin. A bin, a bin, plastic bin over the cockroach that she had named Mikey. Mikey, wasn't it? <laughs> 
And then the professor came along and tripped. He had his dry cleaning in his hands and didn't see it. And like flying across the hallway over Mikey's enclosure. And Vanessa wasn't like, oh no, professor. She was like, Mikey, don't hurt Mikey. Oh God, that was a really funny, funny day. I still got an A in the class though. Oh, good job, Vanessa. Good job. That's what matters. And then we used to go to New York um, to do all the shows together, Yumi and Great Shanti, times. and we'd stay in like the holiday stinky <laughs> Holiday Inn, like the most budget room ever. Um, but we would just have a blast. We'd have so much fun. It was really that kind of work hard, party hard. Um, Definitely environment in New York. Yeah. For sure. And then Vanessa went off to North Carolina for a little bit. And then she missed home. And then so she came back and she kind of got the store up and running for us in Wynwood. So it was actually perfect, perfect timing. Yes. But what would you say, like, what would you say is like the general culture of Pitusa? It's like a family, you know, like we are all really a family and we all love each other and we work hard together and work for each other. And it's stuff, I mean, it's fun. There's definitely no, feels like a fan. It's definitely a family. Yeah. It's great. It's my favorite thing. So, so fam culture. And what would you say overall? Because you obviously have like the best sort of view on like the designs and how it's like, you know, over the last seven years. It's grown so much. Yeah, the collections have grown. But what would you say is like the general ethos of like our clothes? Just comfort, easy style, you know? It's just yeah. something that you can always look good in with, like, very little effort. You yeah. Know? It's, like, effortlessly chic. And I'm excited to watch it grow into more ready-to-wear stuff and not just solely beach. You know, I think that that's the general direction that it's going. And it's exciting because the designs are great. I love that effortlessly chic. Can someone take note to that so we can use it? (laughs) It is effortlessly chic. Like everybody, you look good in it and anybody can wear it and look good in it. It's very like inclusive and it makes people feel good, especially like um, seeing people come into the store and have that experience of it just instead of only shopping online. Um, I think it really turns it into more of an experience, you know, like an Pintusa experience. Right. You come in and you have all this color and like this beauty and people just, they gravitate towards it. They love it. Entering like a Pitusa world. Yeah, it is. It's like a proper Pitusa world. Okay, and what would you say I'm like as a boss or a bofi, better said? Uh, and be honest. Um, I think you're incredible and you're inspiring. And I mean, I feel every day so much gratitude to have been on this journey with you. Uh, I think you're great. And I think you're a badass and you've done an incredible job and you run a very successful company, but you do it, you know, with with a friendship just like that. Like we're all friends. It's not like working for some asshole, you know? You're yeah, well, I'm glad I'm not an asshole. And it's a lot you I wasn't fi- I wasn't fishing for compliments. I know you weren't fishing way. for compliments. You could be you could be fully fully honest. That's how I feel about you. Oh, I, I love you. You're wonderful. Okay, and what would you say, what do you remember, because there's probably things you remember that I don't remember, what do you remember in the early days 
like setbacks that we had or like I don't know sort of as a group as a starting business what were like hardships that we faced being like a very new starting business um I'm sure like you know production and deadlines and things like this when we started doing like a lot of wholesale and like having to really keep the customers happy but then also having to deal with the production end and having it be like so new you never really like have it right at first you know it's like finding the groove so I think there was definitely difficulty in that and then you have you know when you're dealing with customers you have so many different personalities right right so you always have to you know find a way to make things smooth even when they're not yeah and Vanessa is honestly one of the best people with customers I mean she can sell a donkey to a hippo. I just made up that expression. But she's amazing, amazing, amazing at selling. And she's so, so good with people. Um, much better than I am. But it was funny because back in when we started, we really didn't know what we were doing in terms of wholesale. So we just were winging it. Yeah. And we just were like, okay, we'd go to these shows. And actually, we did really well. And then I was like, okay, we have to produce the stuff by this date and line sheets and what? And we both, we were learning together. We had, neither of us had any kind of experience on, on like the back end of a brand. So it was really just literally. Trial and error. Yeah, winging yeah. it. But we had great times. Like we threw great events. That Remember that one that we did at the at Soho? Yes. That was fun. That was kind of like the first like real like proper, proper event, event that we yeah. threw. And I mean, I think Cost was, an arm and a leg. But it was yeah. great. You know, yeah. and then remember the stage didn't show up? Like yes. we couldn't load like our little model area that we had created. Oh God, and, yeah. Like, last minute we were trying to rent a truck to figure out how to get it there. Like, God, the yeah. And then Rocky Barnes was there with her boyfriend, like, well now husband, having like drinks and like the stage is being mm. carried in. <laughs> in the background it's like oh sorry <laughs> Miami style we're running yeah. a bit late yeah yeah um yeah we definitely I the thing is is I have a selective memory so anything negative or bad that happens I tend to just bury it deep and just not remember it I mean there are some things that are so it's like some mistakes that I've made that are so like that was so impactful that I will never forget them. And I'm sure we'll share those at some point when we do like, our, um, you know, we, we want to definitely put together a kind of like do's and don'ts for, you know, entrepreneurs in the, in the fashion business. Um, but there were definitely some hard times. I just think I don't reflect upon them enough. But I know those Coral Way days where it was just us. I mean, I was fully in debt. I must have yeah, been like $100,000 in debt. I remember you were so stressed out at that time. You were like, is it going to so, go to shit? Or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what's going to go am on Am I going to owe like 100000 I mean, there's just it was like a permanent debt that I was just consistently carrying around. Cash flow was so small that it just would pay the bills and that was about it. Um, and then, you know, because we just had like a, a line of credit, um, I've never taken outside investment. I mean, I took an initial investment from my parents when I started, but I quickly paid that back. And, um, and then, yeah, I had this line of credit that just, I could never pay off. And I remember the day that I paid it off, it was like, oh my God, like, wow. I just felt so happy that it was all paid back. 
But I remember when things really started, because someone actually asked me the other day, like, when did it become profitable? And I had to kind of stop and think about that. And I was like, well, you know, yeah, we were carrying around that debt for ages. And then I remember it was that summer. And by chance, so we had this whole issue with customs and customs started like investigating because the stuff was made in Peru. And so we were claiming like on the free trade agreement. So then I thought, okay, let's produce in the US. We have factories in Hialeah. I can control it more. It's here in the US. It was a disaster, like worst, worst decision ever. But one of the great things that came out of that, and I'm a big believer in everything always happens for a reason, and I'm a big believer in always finding the silver lining. So the silver lining in that was that in transporting some of the, so Ara Bio was the top seller at that time, and I picked up all the stuff from one factory because they couldn't complete it by a day, and I was taking it to this other guy who helped me with pattern work and little small things here and there. Um, and I remember taking one of the dresses and they hadn't gotten to sewing on the sleeves and he had it on a mannequin with the trim and he was like, oh, you could just put trim here and make the dress like this. And I was like, oh yeah. And then we could add trim to the top and then it's like a kind of like a halter. And that's when the sundress was born. So that is now, that overtook our top seller, which was the Abaya, and that became the top seller. And then that was the moment that it really picked off and we became a profitable, profitable company. Um, and that's really the style that so many people have copied us. I mean, so many. I've seen that I'm like copied in the weirdest yeah. places. Yeah, and I know, you know, in my heart of heart, that was not a copy. That was an original. I mean, because the Abaya came from like a sketch I had, an image I had in my mind, then produced it in Peru. And then from that, we derived the sundress from that, that day where we were, um, where there were no sleeves on it. And so and now it's kind of funny that people are copying it. Yeah. So if you don't know, now you know, Pitusa was the original. <laughs> Now we're going to come at them hard with lawyers. Um, now we just have excess cash that we can come and chase everyone. Um, not joking, joking. Anyway, what else do you remember from that time? I'm trying to think. More specifically? Like, I don't know, like funny... Funny win, like great wins or downfalls. Um... What was like, I remember when we got, um, I think it was like Shop Bob, that was massive. Revolve, that was massive. Yeah, those were great moments. I remember being really excited about United Arrows placing an order because I've always been obsessed with Japanese fashion. So for me, and I remember we did that, it was Coterie, right? Yeah. That the first sh trade show we did together. Yeah, well, I think we had done like a swim week first. Here. We'd done a swim week. But like for a big show. The New yeah, York was one, Coterie. Yeah. And all these Japanese stop, like, stopped by the booth and they were really excited by the collection. And I remember that being like the compliment of all compliments because I just thought they were so cool. So for them to think that Pitusa was cool was just like, oh. Yeah, I think the, show, the shows were definitely like a highlight. You know? Yeah. Because that's when you could start and we were like writing all those orders and like it really like builds like your, your enthusiasm and excitement, right. you know? And then right. 
that was the, those are my favorite times. And El McPherson. Oh yeah, that when was El McPherson wore the sundress, that, that was, was mega. And then we reached out to her, and she was so lovely, and said that her son had um, that her son had actually purchased. Um, she loved it so much that her son had bought some pitusas for her birthday, which was so sweet. We still have the note. Up yeah, there in the other and then room. she sent a thank you note, which I just. To this day, I think that she must be the loveliest person ever. Like, when do we ever receive thank you notes? And yeah. that she sent it, that was just so lovely. Um, and we still have it there. Yeah. And then I remember also, though, before I just, I remember this because I remember asking Chantel to like reach out to Al McPherson's agent or whatever. Like, I didn't want to personally connect you know because I thought it looked you know that we were a more established company and whatnot that there were like employees um <laughs> but I remember a time and now actually I'll reach out to a lot of people just you know one-to-one myself because it's just you know it's nice to make that personal connection but I just remembered like so before you came on board I remember that I used to pretend to be people in my team. So when it was just me, myself, so and all I. Those emails, right? Yes. Emails. So we had all these different fake email accounts, but like, actually, the big irony is I had one for Marisol at accounting, you know, Pitusa, whatever, dot Pitusa, whatever, dot co, actually. Um, and I used to email people as Marisol, being like, oh, you know, you owe this invoice you know pay up or else and um now the girl who heads our accounting is maddie so <laughs> i mean and i was like oh my god this couldn't be more amazing you're like a real person to, well now i guess i'm admitting all that info but yeah and i remember just i used to take calls it's so embarrassing now that i'm remembering all this but kind of funny too i used to take calls pretending to be other people so i'd be like hi this is caitlin like how can i thanks for calling pizza how can i help you <laughs> and then like once someone called and they knew me and they were like oh is clara there like i know her or whatever whatever so i had to be like okay one second <laughs> be like hold please hello yeah hold please come <laughs> did like count to 10 in my head and then I was like hi it's Clara <laughs> anyway I guess those are all the funny things of um having a startup right that you kind of fake it until you make it yeah absolutely that's the American way <laughs> you just in that case better hope you make it yeah you know not everyone does, so you got to be real proud of yourself. Yeah, no, so thankful every day. And obviously now we have the most amazing team. It's just actually when you stop and think about it, that it was just us. And now I don't even know how many people we are in our team in Miami total. We must have like, I want to say 15, 15 on the payroll. In Miami, and then we have a whole team in Peru, so that's kind of crazy. It's great. It's crazy. But any other fun things you want to share? I don't know. I can't really think of anything specifically that we haven't talked about. 
maybe our old office drinking times. Those were oh, fun too. Those were fun. Yeah. yeah. We happy were hour at Shishon. Yeah. Which is a great place for happy hour. <laughs> is Shishon still open? Shishon is still open. We got to take Papa there. Yeah, we used to always go for drinks. They had a great happy hour, like two for one. We'd take all the interns there. Remember the yeah. one that was dancing? Yeah, was and we invited uh, Jose many times, he but he never came. <laughs> Gotta get the dolly. Yeah, he's too busy with the dolly. And sometimes the elevators, I just remembered this now, the we'd elevators stuck, in the building wouldn't work. And we'd get a shipment because it was such an old building, and we would get a shipment... And we had to get the stuff out, but then they couldn't get the shipment up because we were like on the fifth flight of stairs and the elevators had broken. God, that was such a stress. I forgot about that. We were always in that staircase. Yeah, that was such a stress. Yeah. They're such funny and you look, you think back and then you're like sad almost in a way. Because also like phones weren't, you know, we're talking seven years ago. Like we probably had iPhones or Blackberry or whatever, but pictures weren't as good. So you look back at the pictures and they're all like fuzzy, you know. Like I always look back to find pictures of when it was just me and my apartment. And I have very few, which kind of makes me sad, you know. But um, normally we would be drinking and sharing with you... Our drink of choice. <laughs> but uh, currently, we are on a detox amid the coronavirus scandal. Great. We have, well, not really scandal, but um, amid coronavirus, we just decided that it's time for a detox and to really prepare our gut for <laughs> intense um, immune system. You know, this has been something that's been worrying us lately because it's obviously going to mega affect everyone in the economy and obviously the health risk is scary but I think what's scarier is how it's going to affect the economy um, and we are a beachwear brand so I think a lot of people will probably be cancelling holidays so all we can say guys is you so know still go on vacation still go on vacation <laughs> Don't cancel your vacation look just yet. even if you're dreaming of the vacation coming and checking out our site helps you dream of the vacation manifest the vacation manifest the vacation beach wear try it on at home <laughs> just imagine you on that deserted beach so what's actually really lovely about um finesse having been with us for seven years which i'd actually love to look up the initial initial date you started but i think it was like four it was april it was april mm-hmm. so it literally has just been seven years it will be shut the front door Oh my god, that's amazing. It's like an anniversary. I know. A wolfy anniversary. A wolfy anniversary. A wolfy Um, So actually at the end of this year, 2020, will be 10 years of Bidusa. So we will obviously have a mega celebration for that. Maybe wearing crazy masks do you remember the, Dep- the four-year anniversary birthday party that we threw at your friends in the all salon and oh, nobody came <laughs> except for us that was good oh, it was just us it's really for random that we decided to do that in a nail salon i know but it's, it was a nice nail salon yeah. but um yeah that was random i hope we can i hope people will come to our anniversary this year yeah <laughs> But what's really lovely about Vanessa having been with us for seven years is this summer she's off to Saint-Tropez 
to open up the Pitusa Saint-Tropez pop-up, coronavirus forgiving Let's not and giving. Let's think about the coronavirus. I start my French lessons tomorrow. So. Okay. <laughs> so she'll be off to Saint-Tropez this summer and she'll be um, heading up our pop-up there, which is going to be really special. Come visit us if you're vacationing in the south of France this summer. Yes, we're going to have a rosé room. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> what goes on in the rosé room stays, stays in, in the, the rosé room. room. <laughs> well, thank you, my love, thank for coming you. and being on our podcast. If you want to be on our, featured on our podcast, um, if you have a funny or interesting story to tell, um, please do email us to pr at pitusa.co or pitusamama at pitusa.co I um, would love to hear all your stories and have you guys on the show this is an ad free show guys here just to share the knowledge the fun and the funniness and perhaps a drink and perhaps a drink <laughs> <laughs> or a glass of wine yeah. <laughs>